back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 355 here of Rams Up. I'm going to get into a loop around the league in a moment here. Take a quick look at the two conference championship games. And I'm also going to take a look at sort of make an assessment of all the playoff teams that have been eliminated thus far Kind of take a look at where these franchises stand and where they may be headed. Get through some notes here first. Kobe Turner sings the national anthem at the Kings game, did a heck of a job. And I think it was a day or two later, there's Puka Nakua riding the Zamboni (laughs) in between the periods. Rams and Kings doing a good job of cross-promoting. The latest estimates I saw, I think this was from Rams Wire, The Rams will get four comp picks, one in the fifth round for Baker Mayfield, three sixth-round picks for Matt Gay, Nick Scott, and Ashawn Robinson. And they could also get a third-round pick this year and next if someone hires Raheem Morris as their head coach. So the Rams are going to head into this draft with some significant draft capital. And like we've discussed a couple times already, my prediction is They're not going to go for quantity like they did last year. They're going to try to move up and get as many picks in that top 100 as possible. That's my prediction at this time. And one other note, the Chargers have reached an agreement with Jim Harbaugh to be their next head coach. Harbaugh leaving the University of Michigan for a New York minute, or maybe it was a Michigan minute. I really thought Harbaugh was just using that potential move to L.A., to leverage a better contract with the University of Michigan. But no, he is in fact coming on board to help this Charger franchise get their ship right. Chargers have been flailing for a couple years now. I think this is a good move for them. Get this ship pointed in the right direction. And who better than Jim Harbaugh? So I'm going to roll right into my assessment of these playoff teams that have been eliminated already. And then after that, we'll talk about the two conference games. Real briefly, though, I hope to have a roundtable or at least to sit down with one other guest to go a little bit deeper into these two games, Lions at 49ers and Chiefs at Ravens. Okay, so how about these playoff teams that have been eliminated already? And I'm going to kick it off with a quick look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, they got to be thrilled with how far they came What's the real ceiling for this team? Is it anything more than just another NFC South championship? That division is so weak. And Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield are both free agents. So they may have to hit the reset button once again. And they could also lose those two longtime inside linebackers, Devin White and Levante David. So impressed with what the Bucks got done this year. But I don't think they really had any hope of making a true playoff run. Where do they go from here? So the Bucks may just have to hit the reset button again. Good roster, great year, but they have some work to do. The Dallas Cowboys. I was really surprised they rehired 
Mike McCarthy, and my special assistant who knows everything but prefers to remain anonymous has a theory on this. Why would Jerry Jones bring back Mike McCarthy? I don't think Jerry Jones wants anyone stealing the limelight from him. He would not want a Sean McVeigh or a Kyle Shanahan or even a Bill Belichick. He wants it to be about him, I think, and my special assistant thinks. So he's going to roll with Mike McCarthy and hope this roster, really good roster, can somehow figure out how to get it done. But I'm not so sure. Haven't been in a Super Bowl since the 1995 season. They have such a gigantic mental hurdle to get over if they want to make it back. And free agents include Tyron Smith, Tony Pollard, and Stephon Gilmore. Tons of talent, but not sold on the Cowboys' future. The Buffalo Bills, no team can be more disappointed with the ending of their season than the Bills, well, except maybe the Cowboys. As long as the Bills are in the same conference as Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, man, it's going to be tough. Josh Allen is so good. Got to feel bad for him. As far as free agency goes, it's not so much who they're losing, but who they're stuck with. Von Miller, four more years at cap hits north of $20 million a year. And he came back from that injury this year, didn't get a lot done. Hey, maybe he bounces back and turns to his old form. But man, I would not want that contract. And their coach had some issues this year. That late run may have saved his job, but Sean McDermott, I would not be surprised if he got fired, and I've heard that elsewhere as well. Really strange season for Sean McDermott. Now the Packers, they got to feel great about everything. They're great about where they are, feel great about the development of their young quarterback, Jordan Love. Really young roster, very much like the Rams. The only difference is the Packers found their quarterback, and he's a young gun. The Rams have a seasoned, experienced quarterback that's also a gunslinger. Two very similar teams, really. The Pittsburgh Steelers, it's all about their quarterback situation. You know, I came into 2023 thinking Kenny Pickett is the guy, and I know my Steeler friends felt the same way. I was sold on him. Maybe he's the answer, but I don't know. I don't think he'll ever be a top-tier quarterback And you got guys in that conference, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and now C.J. Stroud. It's going to be a tough haul for the Steelers to get over the hump and become a real Super Bowl contender with Kenny Pickett, sorry to say. But now, don't forget, Mike Tomlin is the equalizer. He's one of the best coaches in the league. So as long as he's there, the Steelers are going to be relevant. Just not sure they're going to be good enough to get over the hump. Cleveland Browns, good roster, great defense. It's all about their quarterback situation. Deshaun Watson will be coming back, and it's such a great unknown. If he can get back to the Deshaun Watson that we saw a few years back, the Browns will not only be relevant, they could be a true contender. Right now, I think they're in that second tier, mostly due to their defense. And hey, man, Deshaun Watson, the one enigma, the one unknown in the AFC that'll have a big impact on how things shake out in 2024. And then there's the Houston Texans, a team on the rise. A rookie coach, a rookie quarterback, and man, they made some noise. It's got to be the clear favorites to win the AFC South next year. I think they're better than the Jags right now. 
Titans getting a new coach and Derrick Henry's time may be coming to an end there in Tennessee. The Jags such a disappointment. The Colts a good team regrouping under Anthony Richardson. Yeah, I'd roll with the Texans right now. Really impressed with how that team plays. And, you know, not the greatest roster. A lot of young guys brought on. So just imagine what they'll be if they can add a few free agents, another year of experience. Watch out for the Houston Texans. And I'd go so far as to say, I think the Texans have a better shot to get into the Super Bowl than does the other team from Texas, the Dallas Cowboys. The Philadelphia Eagles, another team with a really good roster, but something smells rotten in Denmark or Philly, I should say. Is it the coaching? Remember, they lost both their DC and OC. Or is it something deeper than that? Something strange going on there, the way they just fell off a cliff over the last half of this season. Kind of makes the NFC East one of the more interesting divisions next year. You know, it looked like it was going to be one of the strongest divisions, if not the strongest, heading into 2023. Then the Eagles fell off. The Cowboys were good. It didn't end well, though. The Giants were a disappointment. The Commanders, perhaps the worst defense in the league after hanging their hat on defense for several years. What's next year going to bring in that division? I don't know. I suspect the Cowboys will be the favorites. But I don't feel good about any of those four teams, to be quite frank. And if I was someone on the outside looking in at our Los Angeles Rams, what would I say? Well, if they make sure their offensive line is stout next year to protect Matthew Stafford, add a pass rusher, shore up their secondary, and find a gosh darn kicker, this will be a team to contend with. Possibly even push the 49ers for the division title. And Cooper Cup, not sure what's going on there. They may need to add a receiver. This offense really needs a couple of really productive receivers. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, that sounds great. But if Cooper Cup is not 100%, if his productivity does not return to previous levels, Rams need to find a receiver. That's my quick take on the playoff teams that have been eliminated. Okay, let's take a look at the two playoff games, the two conference championship games. Chiefs at the Ravens. Chiefs lead this series seven wins, five losses. The Ravens have won the only playoff game between these two teams back in 2011. Ravens 30, Chiefs 7. That was in Kansas City. Joe Flacco versus Matt Castle. Last time they met, September of 2021 in Baltimore, Ravens 36, Chiefs 35. Same two quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. What a great game. Jackson ran for over 100 yards. Travis Kelsey over 100 yards receiving. The Ravens' three leading receivers in that game are all gone or out. Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, and Sammy Watkins. Mahomes threw for 343 yards. Lamar Jackson accounted for all the fourth-quarter scoring Two TD runs. Ravens tried two two point conversions, both failed. So in the fourth quarter, Lamar Jackson 12, everybody else 0. Now for this game. Bottom line, both defenses are very, very good. But I think the Ravens defense is special, and they also have an ace in the hole, that kicker, Justin Tucker. Two exceptional quarterbacks, two great coaches, too. Don't forget about that. 
But I think it's going to be a high-scoring game because Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes can both rise to the occasion. They're not going to be stopped. I don't care how good these defenses are. My prediction, going to be a high-scoring affair, but I think the Ravens will pull away. Ravens 38, Chiefs 27. Lamar is on a mission, and he will not be denied this time around. In the NFC, the Lions at the 49ers. 49ers lead this series 39 wins, 28 losses, and one tie. 49ers are 16-2 over the last 18 games against Detroit, dating back to 1983. So they've had their way with the Lions. But of course, this has been a really good era for the 49ers and not so much for the Lions, who were a respectable franchise decades ago. The only time they've met in the postseason, a Western Conference playoff game, whatever that is, in 1957, Lions 31, 49ers 28 in San Francisco. Hey, so if you want a stat in favor of the Lions in this one, the Lions have never lost a playoff game in San Francisco. But as far as regular season games go, Lions haven't won in Frisco since 1975. Much like the Ravens and Chiefs, the last time they played was also in September of 2021 in Detroit. 49ers 41, Lions 33. This is one of the first games Jared Goff played for the Lions. Jimmy G versus Jared G. Goff threw for 338 yards and three TDs in a losing effort. Bottom line of this game, for the 49ers' sake, I hope they worked through their kinks last week because it really wasn't that pretty. Brock Purdy was mediocre. The defense was just okay, but they still won, pulled it out. Now they're going to put up some points against this Lions defense. So the question for me is, how many times can Jared Goff, Jamar Gibbs, David Montgomery, and Amon St. Brown and this Lions offensive line get the ball into the Niners end zone? against a very good Niners defense to keep pace, because they're going to have to. They're going to have to find the end zone a few times to keep this game close into the fourth quarter. Now, I have a hard time picking the 49ers. Very rarely do it, but I got to pick them in this game. 49ers 31, Lions 27. Now, there's the other side of this is my picks have been so bad during these playoffs that, hey, I'll pick the 49ers, and maybe that'll lead to the Lions winning because, just to be clear, if you're a Rams fan, you should be pulling for the Lions regardless of what happened to the Rams in Detroit. So I'll go with the 49ers, but I'll be thrilled if the Lions win. Dream scenario, Ravens over the Lions in the Super Bowl. Here's my conference picks. We're going to come back in a day or two, hopefully, with a closer look at these playoff games. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.